Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What's up, guys? Don't forget to sub to Patreon so that you can see the visuals. Because not only do we have episodes of the podcast, we have exclusive content that nobody else sees on any other apps, behind the scenes, photo shoots, and we're dropping a whole bunch of surprising stuff this year. So if you guys don't want to miss out and you want to be the first to know, go over to our Patreon, www.dumblondunrated.com. Love ya. Is this thing on? Bonnie, who used to be a former sex worker and now hosts the podcast Dumb Blonde. Most little girls grow up wanting to be doctors and lawyers and shit. And I was like, I want to be super hot, make a lot of fucking money and be a rock star's wife. That was my goal as a child. And here we are. <laughs> What's up, you sexy motherfuckers? Today, I'm so excited. It has been a long time coming. We have pretty much like, I would like to say an anomaly because you are not only a boss bitch, but I really feel like you're paving the way for a lot of things that, um, you know, people have worked their lives for and you're just kind of making your own way with it. Lena the plug is here, baby. Hi, everyone. I'm so happy to be here. Dude, like I said, I feel like it's been such a long time coming. Yeah, I agree. I'm like, every time I see your podcast on my feed, I'm like, wait, have I, have, why would I have not been on this already? Like, I feel like it's just, (laughs) we've talked about it. I almost came out a few months ago and then you guys, this is the first time I've flown in to Vegas for just two hours. Literally. Like, I'm coming here for this. You're a gangster on the first day of your period. Yes. You're a gangster. I was just telling you that I had to give you your flowers because I don't do shit on the first day of my period. I really need to block myself out on that week. I have (laughs) two uh, people who work for me who are in my calendar and they will just put shit in it. And I'm like, oh my God, I want to take like a week off. And I look and I'm like, wait, I I can't book for the next two months. These Like I'm glad because I made some really great hires, but I'm also like, fuck they're working me hard yeah they're fucking you're the little workhorse you're the yeah. money maker baby um so i have been watching you for years you know you and adam what you guys have built i think is so beautiful so amazing Thank you. jay and i admire you guys we think you guys are awesome um i watched a lot of podcasts with you last night and i don't ever really hear you touch on your childhood and stuff like that like what where did you grow up where are you from i'm from glendale california which is like it's it's LA, right. but I feel like it's also very different from LA. Yeah. I feel like I it's live It's like a suburb. Yeah. yeah. And I and everyone knows it now cuz there's like the Americana's like a nice fancy little outdoor mall over there kind of like the Grove. Yeah. But um to me it was just like an Armenian community outside of Armenia. Um mm-hmm. it's very like multicultural. Um I I feel like in a way it's almost like I grew up in Armenia cuz there was like the sh- the cultural shame around sex that came from the Armenian culture yeah. um, that I kind of grew up with. Mm-hmm. But not just that. It was like 
I wasn't this perfect Armenian girl because my family, although they were Armenian, like, and they, we spoke Armenian, we ate Armenian food, whatever. Like we weren't like, I don't speak perfect Armenian. And so I felt like I didn't really fit with that group of people because they sort of shamed me for not being Armenian enough. Um, So you always felt like you didn't belong. Yeah. I was like whitewashed or super Americanized or whatever to them, even though like, walking around in the world like I feel Armenian mm-hmm. you know are both your parents full Armenian yeah both of my parents are Armenian it's just that they were born in the Middle East because there was like a genocide so everyone left so mm-hmm. like when you talk to a lot of people who are Armenian most of the time their parents weren't necessarily born there it's like right. their great-grandparents were born there right that's gotta so, be yeah. hard so when doing what you do well, I love that, that you call yourself an adult content creator you don't ever call I never hear you say that you're a porn star because technically I don't I think you're so much more than just sex work like you have so much yeah. shit going on in the beginning of my career I was doing the private snapchat thing which feels like super old news Dude, now like that was fucking <laughs> I don't even remember like probably 10 years ago so yeah I got into that in 2016 and at the time you know OnlyFans wasn't a thing yet mm-hmm. and I was getting invited to things like avn Mm -hmm. with actual porn stars who shoot for studios but i was making youtube content so i didn't feel comfortable calling me a porn star and in the beginning i didn't even feel comfortable saying that i did porn because i was like taking photos of myself in the bath and i for some reason my brain didn't really compute that that is porn that that's all porn used to be yeah you know and so I get and then now we live in this like OnlyFans girl era and I don't even like to just say that I'm like I'm an adult content creator no matter what platform it ends up going on yeah but I I guess I also make YouTube content so I'm like a social media influencer but there isn't like a perfect (laughs) word for it I love that you don't let people put you in a box though because I'm the same way and I think that's amazing that's why in the beginning I said that I feel like you're kind of paving your own way because most girls that are in the industry that you're in and that do what you do would be like oh I'm a porn star and that that's just what they would roll with but with you it's like no, there's so much more that goes into it. Like you're a boss. You, I don't really think about it like that, but yeah. thank you. No, like, for sure. Cause I feel like when you do porn and when you're hanging out with the porn girlies, if you try to say like, Oh no, I'm more than that. Then they feel like, especially with our industry where we're kind of outcasts, I wouldn't want anyone to feel like, Oh, she thinks she's better than me because no. she's put out a couple vlogs, you know, yeah. like, like I also do porn and I feel like that's that's my squad we all get discriminated on Instagram or whatever for the same in the same ways Mm -hmm. like for example I got a note from my bank that I've been with for god like 15 years now yesterday saying I have 30 days my account is closing right they're just because you're a sex worker probably it's not what the paper said but it's like you know they don't look at me they're doing that a lot I'm not surprised I saw it and I was like fuck but I wasn't surprised you know Mm -hmm. but so I get discriminated against in the same ways that traditional porn stars do so I try to like make sure I'm always saying that I'm a part of that team you know because like like I've been banned on Instagram like I'm shamed in the same way so I don't want to be like well I'm I'm better I'm different you know yeah because although I used like YouTube and means like that to make a name for myself mostly 99% of what I'm doing is I'm I'm making porn yeah absolutely (laughs) but I mean you also you have like the Lynn of the mom uh, yeah, Instagram and like you've tried to branch off and do and have like you had yeah. your own podcast that was going on yeah. for a while. 
What happened with that? What happened with your podcast? It was okay. so good. What was it called again? I forget. I'm touchy so, subject. Touchy subject. Yeah. I know. I like fully. Adam bought me podcast equipment for Valentine's Day and yeah. was like, you're doing a podcast. And I was like <laughs> happy and it was sweet because I'm like, he's pushing me to do something that I want to do, but I'm also like nervous to do. I feel like it ended because one, it was hard for me to get guests. Yeah, it's hard. And get them to show up. <laughs> yeah. But B, part of it was like my own sort of like uh self-sabotaging insecurity about like oh maybe it's like it's not good enough because like everyone has a podcast you're a perfectionist i know yeah and i'm kind of like i don't want to just be another girl with a podcast Mm -hmm. like i want it to actually be good and i want yes i don't want to just get guests on who want to come on i want to get the guests on that i am actually curious to have a conversation with and i think those guests were a little harder to find for me absolutely i've been doing this five years i've I've been doing this since before podcasts boomed and so now to see how many podcasts i tell them like my management team i meet with them all the time and i'm like what's the next i don't want to do what everybody else is doing Mm -hmm. what's the next level but we're i've somehow turn this into a seven figure business and it's like okay what's next talk shows you know like yeah. put me put I'll be the next Joan Rivers I don't give a fuck let's do it you know so I totally understand what you're yeah, talking it's about it's like I, I want if I'm gonna do it I want it to be good and yeah. meaningful but it was you know? good and it Thank was you. meaningful Thank you. my, my you know, 10 episode run <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do you have to do it maybe again. I'll come back I yeah. know so circling back to your childhood about you know the the sexual kind of repression that you grew up in because of um your heritage yeah does that ever make you feel shameful now like do you have because I know I grew up in a super religious family Mm -hmm. so I know when I I was an escort out here everybody knows I was a high-end escort for you know fucking 15 years out here and I always battled with the light and the darkness because I was like you know God wouldn't approve of this and you know it's like you have to kind of like flick the angel off your shoulder to you know get through you have to survive yeah um I mean I don't feel like what I do is unethical at all like I don't feel like I'm making unethical porn when I'm on set I don't feel shame I know I'm just like it's honestly like I'm having fun with my friends like you know and and then we fuck and and it's fun and we make some money (laughs) but when I find myself going into spaces that have like Armenian people like let's say like the bank in my neighborhood there's always like Armenian people who work there I'm always like kind of like making sure that I'm dressed super conservative because I don't want any extra questions because they'll see my last name and like and in a way I I I feel like I don't want to disappoint them because I've already disappointed them because there's like this perfect mold that you're supposed to fit in just be like the perfect proper wife and I I do feel like in a lot of ways I am that person I'm I'm a wonderful mother but then I also just happen to have this job that is super looked down upon don't you hate that stereotype Yeah. It's like people feel like just because we're in the sex industry and in sex sex work, because I had an OnlyFans also, that you can't be a good mom and you can't mm-hmm. be a good wife. Like, why? I don't understand why people feel that way. I feel like it's such an outdated male chauvinistic point of view. Yeah, it's it's also because they just don't know. Like, I feel like if they walked on set one day, they'd be so shocked by how, like, normal and professional yeah. and clean and you know it's not like people are sitting around and shooting up and then fucking right you know and that's what people think i always tell everybody hoes make the best wives like literally (laughs) lena's face she's like "Mm -hmm, yeah (laughs) like i'm sure that they look at you like that when you say it no but like because you know i because i i call my you know because i was in the sex industry like i said i was an escort so i always like i have uh in hoes we trust merge and stuff (laughs) like that so we use the 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 term ho very loosely around here it's not admit in a derogatory way um but i always say you know like my girls that are in the industry we all make great wives like they literally like know how to cater to a man they're you know very open sexually um you know 
I cook clean like I'm a freaking maid. Like, yeah. you know, like there, it's just a different way of life. But like you said, people just don't understand it. No, they don't understand it. And it's like, you know, I've I've done so much with Adam and other women, like hundreds of scenes. And I did this one scene in July with another person, Jason. And now all of my comments are about how I'm a cheater. Yeah. And I'm like, how crazy. come Adam was never a cheater? Like, how come ne- he was never seen as not loyal? Yeah. You know, and I, I make jokes all the time. Like, I'm like, oh, America's favorite wife. But it's like, <laughs> I fucked one guy with my husband's permission. And, yeah. all, you know, all of a sudden, I mean, it's not like they thought very highly of me to begin with. But right. now my, my reputation for them is tanked. Because, no, we're, gonna cir- we're definitely going to circle back to that. Um. So going back to the childhood, you I heard in a podcast that you said that you went to college or something and you worked with autistic children. Yeah. So I actually went to college and I got a degree in psychology up in Santa Cruz 10 plus years ago, which I'm like, I can't believe I graduated college that long ago. You know, I just did. I was always like the good girl. I was like the good student. I was in student government. Like I was a part of the. I was the secretary like I just always followed all the rules and I was like the next thing to do is that is that you go to college and so yeah. I was the first person in my family to go to college did and you I, want to go to college I did okay. I wanted to go to college because I wanted to get out of my house right. oh. it, it wasn't like I was like dying to learn yeah. it was like get me the fuck out of here this is my ticket how was your relationship with your parents um my dad had already moved my parents divorced my dad was out of the house by that point and I had a, I have a sister who's like 13 months younger than me so oh, we're wow. very so close, close in age yeah. so um I was definitely sad to be separated from her but oh, my they split the family or well just when, when I left to college, college. Okay. yeah yeah my parents divorce was like pretty ugly we mm. had to like see way too much of it and Aww. I was just like you know that's brutal yeah it's so hard on kids yeah it, it's it was definitely a really ugly divorce and it just made me wanted to get out, get want to get out like my entire family I love them to death but they're there's so many of them and they're like yeah. a little bit overbearing mm-hmm. and it's like everyone gets involved in everyone's business and it's great like I have so much help with my kid at home when I need it yeah. but that also comes with a little bit of like oh I just want my space I just want to be me <laughs> yeah. and so I go to college in Santa Cruz which is like like we have like 420 festival in the fields mm. like people aren't wearing shoes to class it's very like free Aww. peace love and I was so happy to be there I feel like I just learned so much about myself and got to like grow and I mean college is so expensive so I wouldn't just like advise someone to go just to get out of their house right but um <laughs> I had a, loans are a motherfucker yeah. to pay off. but I was so lucky at the time I had so many grants like I didn't have to pay a lot for okay. college I like had you're very... a smart cookie I love that about you you're so well spoken <laughs> and eloquent also thank you um but yeah yeah, I was like college was a great experience, even though I didn't necessarily use my degree. Um, but after I graduated, yeah, I worked with kids who had autism and then I, I was nannying with kids who had autism, um, which was like the most rewarding work ever. Yeah, it was great. It was, it was sad. It was definitely sad to leave that to pivot because I did feel a little bit of guilt there. Like everything I was doing, I could see the wonderful consequences of like mm. one of my most rewarding things I've ever done is like teach a kid how to ride a bike when his parents thought just like he was never going to learn because he was so grown by that point. Whereas like most kids are learning at three or four and he was like eight or nine and I yeah. taught him in like an hour and they came home and they were like crying. They were so happy Aww. to see him riding a bike and like these kinds of things that I, I don't do for work anywhere. Obviously I get to do with my daughter, but when I was leaving that line of work, cause I was like, Oh, I just want to do something different. And then I felt into sex work yeah there was like a little bit of guilt there you know would you ever go back to helping kids? I don't feel like I would be allowed to work with oh, kids yeah. anymore <laughs> I didn't even think you about know? that yeah 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 isn't that terrible too though like I understand yeah. I get it but at the same time like would you ever circle back and do psychology again maybe 
I'm, yeah. I'm honestly not sure. Like, I, I don't really think too much about what I want to do after because I, I feel like I'm so not done yet. Right. But I think once I'm ready to be done, I'll, I'll I probably will end up going back to school just because I really love it. Like, yeah. I, I took classes online at the UCLA Extension Program for fun, like, a few years ago just because I, I really that. do enjoy it. I love that. Let's dive into how. Okay, so you were work you were working with autistic children, and then is that when you made the switch into the adult industry, or how did this all begin for you? DraftKings Casino is bringing you only the best classics like blackjack, roulette, and slots, plus exclusive games that you won't find anywhere else. I absolutely love blackjack. It is my favorite game. I could play it for hours. You use your brain, the numbers. Download the DraftKings Casino app now and use code Bunny. New players get an instant deposit match up to $100 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more. That's code BUNNY, B-U-N-N-I-E, only on DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. 21 plus. Physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia only. Void in Ontario. Eligibility and other restrictions apply. One per new customer must opt in and make minimum $5 deposits within seven days, 168 hours of registering new account. Max. Match $100 in casino credits, which require one-time playthrough within seven days, 168 hours. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash new player offer 2024. The symptoms started on your face. Your skin turned thin and saggy. Deep wrinkles formed. Your hair got thin and your nails got brittle. Then your muscles became weak and your joints stiffened. The good news is Radiance, the next generation of collagen replacement, is finally here. While others offer one type of collagen, Dr. Formulated Radiance brings four types of collagen and each is designed to slow not only the outward aging you see, but the inside aging you can't see. I absolutely love using Radiance. It has made my skin plumper. I can see a difference within the first two weeks of using it. I mean, it makes it look like you drank an entire bottle of water and plumped your skin up. This stuff is amazing. Trust me, guys, you will love it. It's your choice. Take other collagen products and wait months for results or trust Radiance with their faster results promise. You'll see improved skin elasticity, fewer fine lines and wrinkles, plus stronger hair and nails or your money back. Get 15% off your first order at BrickHouseNutrition.com, promo code BUNNY, B-U-N-N-I-E. That's BrickHouseNutrition.com, promo code BUNNY, B-U-N-N-I-E. I started um, interning at like a social media company that was big on Snapchat like 2016. And Mm -hmm. I just wanted to do something different. And I had nothing on my resume that could prove to them that like I was capable. So I, I basically started working for free. And then within a few weeks they'd hired me and we, we were doing all these like Snapchat takeovers, Mm -hmm. which is like, you get on these big Snapchat accounts and whatever your account. So I like basically just learned about all of that and, and was like, well, all these girls we're working with, like I'm, I'm as cute as them. Like I'll just make an Instagram and one thing led to another. And I had like a big Snapchat and then everyone was like, well, what's your private Snapchat? And so they sort of made me 
this content creator by asking for that content you know I love that so you just kind of like accidentally fell into it just that's what I say people are like no you didn't and I'm like no <laughs> seriously I posted a bikini photo and then they asked for the nude and I sold it to them and, and that was I that, love that you, know? you sold it to them though because most most girls wouldn't know that that just shows your business frame of mind though too well I mean I was definitely like even posting a bikini photo at the time on my Instagram was yeah. really scary to yeah me. I was like well what are my aunts gonna say oh They're shit gonna yeah see it you know so it's not like I went from that to just doing porn right, right. away. It was it, slow. It, it was kind of slow, you yeah. know? Um, but as I did it, I got more and more comfortable and yeah. So yeah, one and thing here, led to another. Here, yeah, we, are. here we are. And <laughs> the, did they nickname you Lena the plug or did you come up with that? Because it's so catchy. I'm I honestly, sometimes I still hate it. I'm like, why didn't I pick something else? I love but it, dude. It was like not a sex related name at all. I right. just have a really long Armenian last name. I love it. What is it? It's like Narcissian. 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 And that was my Instagram. Yeah. But I was working for a social media company and mm-hmm. he was like, sweetheart, this is not a good like people cannot <laughs> find this last name if they want to look for your at on Instagram. Yeah. So he nicknamed me Lena the Plug because I was like a good employee. It's like the most boring story because everyone's like, is it like an anal butt plug? Like, what does it mean? I'm like, no, it's it's not sexy at all. It's like the plug, right? Like a like a drug dealer has kind a plug. Of, yeah. Yeah. Like, kind of like connect. that. Yeah. No, I mean, that's what I've always known you as. So okay, I good. found you whenever I think I found you right before you and Adam got together or right in the beginning. I can't okay. remember. It's been so fucking long. Jeez, that's a long time. Yeah. I know. Um, So take me out. You're doing Snapchat. You're crossing over into this crazy world how are you feeling are you excited about it are you nervous do you think you know like I was excited and nervous because that was like very early in my time on Instagram you know being this sort of not personality but just like showing a lot more so that's like when my family was finding out and in the beginning you know there was a lot of like back and forth with my mom where she was like how was that touch on that for us um you know part of her was like okay, this is okay. Like, this is a new world. Like this sort of content is not seen as like as taboo. Everyone's posting bikini photos online, whatever. And then she would like see a documentary about some porn star turned heroin <laughs> addict and was would be like freaking out. So it was definitely like a lot of this up and down. Yeah. And then she sees someone like Adam come into my life and she's right. like, he looks like a bad guy. Oh, we when cannot did, expect good things from this man. You know, when did Adam enter the scene? Um, the end of 2016. Okay. Yeah. So it, you were like fresh into the industry and then here comes Adam. No, I actually, when I met Adam, I was like, Hey, like everyone keeps asking me to make a private Snapchat. Like, what do you think? Like, I think I can make, you know, this much money on it. And he was like, Oh, that's crazy. Like you should totally do that. <laughs> I was definitely on the fence mostly because of like, what, what would my family think? Right. Will this really ruin my prospects for work in the future? Right. I'm 25 at the, at that point. So I just, I didn't have like as much life experience as I do now. I, I, you know, I couldn't see into the future. I thought like I'm going to make quick money for a couple months and then it's all going to be over and will it be worth it? Like I wouldn't have imagined that it's, you know, fast forward to 2023 and I'm still doing it and, and it's making bank a, baby. Yeah. And it's like a way bigger <laughs> industry now, you know, it's, it's insanity. So much more normalized. It's, it is crazy. Yeah. Um, take me back to when you and Adam met, when does Adam enter the scene? You said <sighs> so end of 2016. How yeah, did you so, guys meet? Um, my job at that social media company, they were like, oh, can you get us like on some podcasts? Like, can you find if they'll like work with us? No and Jumper it- was pretty big back then, right? 2016 or was it still growing? 
I think it was still growing. It was definitely early. Like, I don't know if they had a million subs on YouTube yet, but it's funny because when I met Adam, he was like, so you don't know who the suicide boys are. And I was like, I have no <laughs> clue. Like I really had no clue because I found no jumper through an EDM podcast. Cause right. I liked EDM music. Nice. And so he really thought I was like pulling his leg, but I reached out to him to help with the company, whatever. And we just ended up like going on a date and fucking that night. And <laughs> realizing we were kind of crazy and all already talking about threesomes um so, so literally yeah. on the first night you guys meet you guys are already talking about threesomes that's exactly how jay and i were yeah yeah <laughs> i think because were have were you always so open had you already had threesomes then and stuff like that i had had a few threesomes i had a girlfriend in college i i didn't mind like i not that i didn't mind i actually like really liked women yeah and i i was I was horny. Like I was like, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. Threesomes are hot. You know, I don't, I don't see a problem with them. And I get so much hate online, especially, um, from our, our side of the world, because, you know, my husband decided to be, go from rapper to country. Yeah. They don't understand it. The country fans are like, I can't believe you're in an open marriage, which we're not in an open yeah. marriage. That's not what it is. Do you and Adam consider yourselves in an open marriage? Okay. No. What do you, let me hear what you guys explain what your relationship is. I mean, we're, to me, we're monogamous, even though he fucks other women. Right. Because I just know, especially now when we've done hundreds of them, it's yeah. just not a big deal. It's so just sex. I guess we're open on camera. Not fully open, because I don't fuck other guys on right. camera yet. You know, for me in the beginning, people are always like, you don't get jealous? I'm like, no, I, I went through all my jealousy in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Like, learning through being with Adam, like, what I was comfortable with, what I wasn't comfortable with, how much he didn't actually care about the girl, how much it was really just about the scene and the yeah. sex. And so now I don't get jealous. But with Adam, it's like now we're back in that place for him because mm -hmm. now we're sort of opening it up for me to work with other men right? within like the bounds of our relationship. And so we're just taking it slow because I don't want to like throw a bunch of things into the mix, but it's not an open relationship. Right. Like I'm not texting other dudes on the side, right. like the, like all these crazy imagination things right. that they have going on. It's Absolutely. just not happening. No, I get it. And that's how Jay and I are too. It's like, if you tell a man that they can't do something, they're going to want to fucking do it and they're going to do it anyways. Yeah. You know? So it's like, why not? And same with women. If you tell us like, Hey, I'm going to be with you for the next 20 years and you can only be with me. Like that's cute and all, but mm -hmm. we're still going to have fantasies and we're still going to want to fuck other people. Yeah. And most people do. And like people just don't want to admit that. You Absolutely. Know? Yeah. And so and I don't, they lie to their partners where we have more of an open communication. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like that builds a lot more trust. You know, like I don't sit around and tell Adam like, Oh, I wish I could suck so many dicks. Like I'm not saying <laughs> yeah, it like no, that, for sure. but it's more like, Never. Hey, like if you're comfortable, we should try this sometime, yeah. you know? And it's like, it brings us together more after we, you know, open up our relationship with other people. Like yeah. we end up fucking so much more. Yeah. We're turned on by that. No, I with totally, each other. totally understand. So do you, that. so you guys are doing threesomes all the time too, too, or um, it's not all the time. We've slowed down a lot because you know, he is in the country. Mm -hmm music industry now but back in the day when we were first starting to tour mm -hmm. and he was a rapper yeah we had so much fucking fun and we would have threesomes all the time now it's like we're in a different industry where you guys are doing it on camera yeah so nobody can say oh you know this and this happened or you know like yeah so we've had to kind of dial back because you can't you can't trust people anymore and yeah you, don't, you know that's all we need is fucking we pretty much only do it on camera now which is like a little bit less exciting because you're yeah. constantly thinking about like opening up to the camera yeah. and like what you're saying that's gonna turn on the audience safer you know, though it is definitely safer yeah. 
all the testing and everything. But yeah, when we first started dating, it was like, we'd be at a party, we'd meet a cute girl. Yeah, that's then, how we used know, to be. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But now we've had to, you know, kind of chill on it just because, you know, people are so fucking lawsuit happy and the lies. And, yeah. you know, it's like, it's a different world. It's a, it's a Me Too world now, whereas back in the day in 2016 through 2019, it wasn't that bad, you know. So, all right. So you guys are talking about threesomes the first night you guys met. And then you guys just kind of hit it off and take me from yeah. there. And it's funny because I... Adam like I think looked at me as like a business project in the beginning because this is like this is before the adpocalypse on YouTube mm. so you could be like a cute girl creator and just have a you know push-up bra on and mm. make content and get millions of views and actually make money off of it right um so he was like we're gonna make you a YouTube channel so the YouTube channel <laughs> was like his idea um and we act one of the first videos that we did that went viral was like, I let my best friend have sex with my boyfriend. Mm. And it was like our first th threesome with my friend, Emily. Um, and God, it's just like, I feel like that was like such a younger version of me. I'm like, I can't believe I was doing all this dumb shit on YouTube. Aww, but it's <laughs> but it what was, made it was, you guys. Yeah. Like, you know, like and it was really us. Like yeah. we, we were, we were really going to do it regardless of if we made the YouTube video about yeah. it or not. You know, we just wanted to. Yeah. You guys were smart to capitalize off of it though. It's just so funny. Cause that's like the only scene I've never filmed. Like we didn't film it off camera mm -hmm. and every single day I think about how much money I left sitting on the table because <laughs> I didn't really understand like right. viral YouTube video equals viral OnlyFans scene or whatever because yep. OnlyFans wasn't even a thing back yeah, then. Yeah, OnlyFans has been fucking crazy, man. I know. It's been a game changer for all of us girls. Yeah. Like, I don't have it anymore. I retired in March because my husband decided to do country and I didn't <laughs> want to be the only country music singer's wife with a fucking OnlyFans. Thanks, babe. You, you fucked that up for me. You be like, who else is down to do OnyFans I know. Me? Get all Let's the wives all together. Get Come Trisha on, your wood in there and shit. Oh yeah. god, that'd be hilarious. Could you imagine? Shout out Trisha, we love you. Um, she's just the only other hot blonde I could think of. Um, yeah, that would be fucking hilarious. But I mean, OF has been such a fucking game changer, dude. Yeah. Like it's cr it, I made fucking millions on and I know you have too. Yeah. And we're going to get into that, but OF like really came in and changed the game. Were you, so you were on private Snapchat too or no? I didn't do private Snapchat. Snapchat. I still was having a morality issue, even though I was still hooking on the Vegas Strip. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, if I do it, but I had this thing where it was like, if I do it behind closed doors, it's not as bad. Whereas yeah. I feel like it probably would be different if I did it on camera. Like it would be better now if I had done it on camera. But I mean, I made so much fucking money. But I mean, yeah, you still get to be sort of like private, private. Yeah. So it's not like there's like a millions of screenshots of you sucking a dick. I wasn't online. ready to put my butthole on camera. Yeah. I mean, I feel that like, <laughs> God, it's so funny because, you know, I've put really bad content online. Like when you're filming sex stuff, especially in the beginning, I wasn't really thinking about the lighting, the angles. Yeah. I was just fucking and we were just filming it. It's you are your most vulnerable when you're getting plowed. Yeah. Period. And I'm not looking cute. I don't even know what was going on. And then I went to AVN a few times and like diehard fans have like printed out the fugliest screenshots of me and being no. like can you sign this please <laughs> and i'm looking at it in horror like this is what he wants this one like this picture like you're not like, like a polished photo of me yeah you're like could you please fucking get my good angles buddy have you ever used like the fisheye lens on your phone when you're sucking dick because no. it makes your head like <laughs> so long like a klingon <laughs> yeah and i'm looking at it like i my face doesn't actually look like this i look like i have a six head but okay i think you know what dudes get off on the weirdest shit so <laughs> it really probably do. turns them on just yeah. any sort of like anything that's different but um 
so you and Adam got together and you guys started building a brand together and like no jumper started taking off. Lena, the plug, the whole brand started taking off. And now you guys are doing your own podcast show yeah. called plug talk where we interview our guests and then we fuck them at the end. Who came up like- with this idea? I think it was, I'm trying to remember how it actually came about. It was like <laughs> pandemic. I'm pregnant. OnlyFans is going crazy. I had already had it in like 2019, 2018, but it was like going up during um, the pandemic and everything. Adam was like, how the fuck do I get involved in this? You know, like right. he's seeing it and he wants to be a part of it. And then, he, and then I think it was him who, who pitched the idea of doing the podcast with the scene at the end. You know, mm-hmm. he was in all my scenes. I was making money off of his dick. Right. <laughs> like I, I want a piece. <laughs> um, and so we went and we did it together and we actually started filming them when I was pregnant and then we had to like wait till you I. you guys started doing plug talk while you were pregnant i'm super pregnant in like the first few episodes you're yeah. a fucking savage girl i love <sighs> that you will get the bag at all costs it doesn't matter like you're okay just like, but trying go. to suck dick when you're pregnant is so hard because you have a gag reflex such a bad gag oh, reflex no. it's like barely in your mouth and you're like <laughs> all your organs are getting you pushed up baby but in those scenes it's so funny because i'm like you know we, we we hit up my friends basically for the first few episodes people we had already known really well to because no one really got the concept in the beginning like yeah. hey we're gonna do this podcast sex at the end whatever it was like hard for me to explain but when we were doing those first few scenes i was like listen i'm fucking tired can you please just just yeah. finish for me like i was <laughs> like i'm like i'm gonna do light work here okay? you're like i'm just here to show my face and just be a presence just please fuck my man and get this over with yeah i'm just like i just can't be on top anymore <laughs> was there any ever any jealousy when you were pregnant like because i know hormones are like going crazy and honestly i've heard people have like a lot of like moody issues when when being pregnant i didn't have that at all yeah i was like whatever drug this is I need it to be bottled up and given back to me when I'm postpartum because that's, that's what Mimi said when she was oh, pregnant with her boy, it was right? Was it with uh, cash? Yeah. The best, like nothing would bother me. Like if Adam said something like snarky, so he might be like, okay, whatever, let's go. Like, <laughs> You're like just, I love you, honey. I love you. Didn't care at all at <laughs> the pandemic. I had, I got pregnant February, 2020. Mm-hmm. Perfect time to be pregnant. You don't really feel like there's any FOMO, like no one's doing shit. You could just like take care of yourself, be in the house. I would go on like, two hour long walks every day I, I was feeling so good postpartum was another story not uh-huh. not good did you struggle um, with postpartum yeah I think part of it was that I didn't get like the delivery I wanted I was really trying to do like the home birth thing I was 43 weeks pregnant which you're supposed to be 40 weeks pregnant when you have your baby mm-hmm. um so I ended up having a c-section at the hospital during the pandemic so mm-hmm. I couldn't have like my team that I'd been the, during during the whole pregnancy I couldn't have any of them come to the hospital so right. and I got cut open and then my um the c-section is like a crazy surgery that it's I didn't barbaric. mentally prepare myself yeah. for at all mm-hmm. and my incisions would just keep like opening up and like oh. I'd have to go to the doctor it was and then on top of that you're taking care of this baby this who little nugget doesn't sleep oh. and you're fucking tired and you're up at three and in the morning dudes googling don't help for no. shit they sleep through everything. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like Googling. So every little last thing I'm like, is it okay if they sleep with one eye closed? Like, no. is, should I call the doctor? Yeah. Like, you know, first time mom jitters. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Are you going to have another baby? Are you guys going to, cause you guys make really cute babies. Thank you. Parker's um, cute. I want, I don't want to have them, but I want more. And like, Would part you of that. No, I feel like I'm still breastfeeding my three-year-old daughter. So I feel like I cannot give her three years of breast milk and then give my other baby nothing. Like, I feel like it would be unfair. Right. But it is, it is hard with 
like our work because I feel like okay I would take off most of the pregnancy a year yeah. and then you need to take off postpartum yeah because your body's getting back to normal and you just like that baby needs you 24 7 yeah so part of me wants to like retire and then have more babies but I don't know how when that's gonna be I was gonna say you, know? you guys are on such a uh, like a high right now let's talk about okay so you guys are doing plug talk you guys are kicking ass with that it's a huge podcast now. I've watched yeah, it grow from successful. like the beginning. I think it's amazing. What Thank you. Guys you. Are doing. I, I didn't believe in it in the beginning. I'm like, no one's going to watch this. No one's going to come to the party. Like that's me. And Adam <laughs> is just like, this is going to be the best fucking podcast ever. <laughs> and I like, we need, I need that. Like, yeah, I need someone to bring him down and I need someone to bring me up. You yeah, know? absolutely. <laughs> um, so take me on your conversation where you guys, cause you, Adam's been fucking different girls for years now. Yeah. And that's, you know, like your guys' thing. Have you always wanted to sleep with other men or you just didn't know how to ask him or um, I wouldn't say always finally no. time. I think it was like maybe four or five years into it where I was kind of just like, like I know that I'm leaving something on the table by not doing something with another man like because my fans have been asking for it for right. so long they're like hey we love you and adam together but we really want to see you with someone else and obviously there was part of me that was like curious about it sexually but mostly from a business point of view i was like hey like i really want to do this for my only fans and it was pretty much always a no like that is not on the table until eventually it was it was a yes and I can't really say like what exactly made Adam change his mind but I think he probably saw the monetary value in it I think it like part of it is that he's always been a little open it's more like that the world is not open right. you know like during that whole we call the Jason love saga like yeah. <laughs> he he was not painted in a, in a nice way. Yeah. And even now it's like, you know, that's not your wife. That's everyone's wife. Right. Like that's how everyone sees him. And it's because he's in the hip hop space and everything where that's just like totally they would frowned be like upon that anywhere else too. It's not just the hip hop. Yeah. Space. Like, so I think if it was not for those criticisms, he probably would have been on board a lot earlier. And, mm -hmm. you know, Adam and I actually had one threesome with another dude in our personal life, like mm -hmm. very early before we were like officially boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. We always thought it was hot. Yeah. But I feel like Adam didn't want to admit to himself that he thought it was hot right. because at the time we did that, I was just some girl. And then when I became like his woman, yeah. it was like, well, is it wrong for me to actually want to do that to get off on. with my yeah, like same. primary like lover and mm -hmm. not just some girl? Does he like watching you with other men? Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 
30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. I would say that he enjoys it, even though maybe he doesn't always want to actually like admit, admit it, it like that yeah. like i'm like your dick got harder like i know you enjoy it like <laughs> I, it's in my mouth i feel it yeah us women us women know our men yes i hate that everybody online is like calling him a cuck and stuff like that because it's like you guys are just literally having fun living out people's yeah. fantasies and i i feel like everybody's always trying to put people in a box mm-hmm. it's like everybody has to have a stereotype or some fucking sort of name and it's just ridiculous it's also this like weird high school mentality where like if one person fucks one person everyone's talking about it all the time it's right like, oh, they could focus on like so and so and so so fucked like I don't ever think about the fact that I have had sex with other men around like like day to day I'm not thinking about it it's not this like thing that I carry with me but everyone else is carrying it with them like it's just something that we did once and then it passed you know living my life you know have you always been into black men or how did you guys choose Jason Love like okay so (laughs) the Jason (laughs) thing wasn't like let's pick a black guy it was like I didn't know that many male porn stars and I had signed for Vixen at AVN a few times. So mm-hmm. I had like gotten to know Jason a little bit and like Adam had had met him before and I've only ever heard positive things about him from other girls in the industry. Like he's super sweet, very respectful, whatever. And obviously he's like popular on social media. So I was between two guys and I ended up hitting up Jason and Jason responded to me first. I didn't realize the black man thing was mm-hmm. going to be such a big deal. Oh, BBC. I wasn't thinking it's about fetish. it. Yeah. It's and fetish. I wasn't thinking about that at all. And I had some of my girlfriends in the industry being like, oh, like you should charge a lot. Like this is your first like scene with a black guy. And I'm like, oh, I, I just didn't think about it like that mm-hmm. at all. And I feel like the people who made the most commentary like that were like other black people. Like how right. could you like Adam, how could you let your wife fuck another black man? Like yeah. coming from other black men. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why are we doing this? Like, yeah. this why do you f- care? Yeah. Like, uh, wh- and why is there's he, like, no color? It's all love. But why is he so different? Like, right. you know, it's like, oh, I mean, I guess it's not like once you go black, you don't go back right. mentality that people are fearing. Like, right. oh, she's never, she's never going to be the same or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't think about it like that at all. I wasn't like, I'm going to find a black guy. I was like, I'm going to hit up Jason because gotcha. I've met Jason and he's cool. Yeah. Um. So you guys are doing all right let's talk about the jason love thing so you got you the way you promoted it was insane i watched it i was like she is so fun because i'm I, i'm very business savvy too so i just i watch how people do things and the way you guys rolled it out was fucking perfect dude like it was insane the way that you just teased it and just the day that it dropped like take me on the t- okay take me on the set of the scene when you had to go do it oh my god Okay, so <laughs> I didn't know that we were going to shoot that scene until the day before. Like, wow. Yeah. So I had asked Jason if he would want to shoot a scene with me. Let me know next time you're in L.A. And it was like many weeks before and maybe like forgot. I don't know. But I was like on Instagram and it was a Saturday and I was like, oh, shit, he's in L.A. So I hit him up and I was like, hey, like, how long are you here? He was like, oh, I can shoot with you tomorrow. And I was like. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> Don't so, you love how dudes are just like, here's the dick on demand. Yeah. Like, all right, <laughs> we're shooting tomorrow. And it was awkward for me because on the weekends, Adam and I don't work. We're family people and like Aww. we're hanging out as a family. And I was like, babe, I'm shooting this tomorrow. I have to go buy lingerie right now. And it was kind of awkward. I was like, I have to leave this like family scenario, which we always do family time. And mm-hmm. I have to like go buy lingerie, go buy heels, go do all these things to sleep with another man. And that felt weird for me was adam weird about it at all 
Um, Honestly. <laughs> it wasn't it was a big from, conversation. Yeah. It was like, hey, uh, Jason's available tomorrow. Can I shoot? And he was like, okay. <laughs> and then like, he probably had to work through some shit himself. Yeah. He called me back two minutes later. He was like, hey, come here. I was like, okay. He was like, don't kiss him and don't get a facial. And I was like, okay. He's and such <laughs> a Sagittarius. My, my husband's a Sagittarius. And it's like, they will never admit when they're jealous. They'll never show it. But it's like, they'll do little things where yeah. it's like, you know that something's bothering them. Yeah. Like, l- like few, few words, but you know, there's something under there. Yeah. And then the next day I, go, I was going to go to shoot the scene and I'm like, just bye. Bye. <laughs> like we didn't really talk about what was going to happen. He decided he was going to play poker all day online that day, which is like perfect thing for him to do because to totally distracted. Yeah. loves poker. That's how my husband is with video games. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Just go, go do that. Yeah. Um, I was so nervous. Aww. I was really, really, really nervous. Even though you've shot other scenes with girls and your husband. So yeah, it was, for me, it was different because I guess I felt guilt because it was always a no in our relationship so the fact that it was like a yes you can you do thought this. it was a setup Ki- a kind of I was like a worried about the aftermath like what will this mean for a relationship I was excited for the scene but like also like I'm like well what if I don't do a good job he's like a professional yeah. you know like all these like insecurities and stuff um and I actually wanted to get a lot more promo content, but like once he arrived on set, I was so nervous. I just like rushed through all of it. I was like, okay, let's do this. Okay. Okay. Let's do the scene. And I remember I kept making so many excuses for why like the scene <laughs> couldn't start. I was like, I need another drink of water. I'll be right back. And just like kept leaving and coming back. And yeah, I was bad. <laughs> Who shot the scene? Were you recording yourself? I didn't watch it. No, but... I had a filmer and he was like, you know, it's okay. Like this is going to be fine. Like trying to talk me through it. <laughs> My assistant like had been like out of town that weekend so she couldn't like be there for my moral support Aww. and yeah I was like I don't have my girls like it, it was it was scary for me so how did you guys finally set the mood and just get into it did you have to just kind of like buck up and be like all right I'm gonna put my big girl panties on yeah take my big girl panties off and do yeah this. I was like okay I'm gonna suck another dick it's gonna be okay <laughs> I'm like talking to myself while he's taking his pants off I'm like okay it's okay it's okay you're, you're allowed to do this like Aww. I was given permission to do this um, was he the first dude that you had been with um, since you and Adam had gotten together? Yeah. So it been like six or seven years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and I would have probably puked. I get so, like panic attacks. So I would have just probably started puking. Right? Like I would have been so And nervous. no one believes me. They're like, I'm sure you were so nervous when you were sucking that no, dick. And I, I really it. was. I, listen, my husband allows me to, to have little cabana boys if I want them. I don't because I'm so I talk so much shit. I'll be like, I need to go find me a cowboy or like talk shit, you know. Uh-huh. And if it ever came down to it, I would probably run the other way. Just because yeah. once you've been in that comfort with somebody for so long, it's it's not like you're dick crazy. Yeah. You're not like, oh, my God, I'm going to go hop on this dick. And th- like, that's an energy exchange. And now that I'm older, too, like I just am like, I don't man, what are you going through before I put your dick in me type yeah, situation? Yeah, yeah. You know, so I, I totally understand. I would be completely nervous, too. I probably wouldn't have been able to do it. Yeah. I mean, just a few few weeks before that I was out with a girlfriend and like these guys kept trying to dance with me I was running to the other side of the room I was <laughs> yeah. terrified I we was have like, no game Lena <laughs> you know I was like oh my god oh my god they're trying to dance with me she's like it's okay just tell them to stop I'm like okay <laughs> like you're like I've been out of the game for so long I don't know what to do and exactly. that also shows that you respect your husband though too. oh for sure you yeah know? totally I mean even so our scene we have a scene that's coming out tonight so by the time that you see the podcast, it's out. It's like we did this reality show for the love of Lena. And then there was a winner and the winner gets to fuck me with my husband. I know. Ridiculous concept. <laughs> but we filmed the scene and it comes out tonight. And when we were filming that scene, it was so awkward for me in the beginning. Like 
Adam is over there touching himself to get hard. The guy's over there touching himself to get hard. And I'm like not looking at the guy, even though I'm supposed to have sex with him in like two minutes. <laughs> I'm like, don't look at him. Don't look like, you know, it was it's just because like a- you just want to make sure that you don't hurt Adam's feelings, That's- which is what he does when we work with other girls. Yeah. You know, it's not like he's like looking into their eyes and telling them how gorgeous they yeah. are. You know, he's like, we're, ha- we're doing a threesome or whatever, but yeah. So yeah, it was just new territory for me. And I was like, okay, like, I don't fluff him. I just fluff him. And like, you know, it was weird. So you got the Jason love scene over with and it drops on OnlyFans. Take me on that ride because can I ask how much you made off that? Is that rude to ask? No, it's not rude (laughs) to ask. Um, I just want to know because I think it's fucking amazing. I would say with the total, like from all the months, like of how much traffic that drove to my OnlyFans, I probably made million dollars off that one scene um good for you mama yeah so that was a lot that's amazing you could retire if you want to and why don't you I'm sure a lot of people have always wanted to ask you that you know I think when I was first postpartum I I was kind of thinking about it like I lost my Instagram with three and a half million followers. Yeah, still never got that it back. Was terrible. So I felt like my identity was shattered in a way. Cause I was mm-hmm. like, had this new identity of motherhood. And like at the time, so many OnlyFans creators had come in and I was like, you know, how do you separate yourself and differentiate yourself from this sea of new creators? And since I had lost like my, one of my main sources of promotion, I was kind of like, well, fuck, should I just sit down? Like, should it, should it be over? And I was super emo at the time because all my hormones Aww. and stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, but I guess I just really have to give it to Adam, you know, like he is positive to a fault at mm-hmm. times yep. and he just really like, he, he took care of me, you know, like Aww. I had that probably that same conversation with him a hundred times crying about poor me, poor me. I lost my Instagram. Nobody cares about me, blah, 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 <laughs> whatever, like all this kind of stuff. And um, if I didn't get through that with him, I, I probably wouldn't have get, gotten to see this because, you know, there's a part of me that feels like, oh, shit, like you're you're 30 something now. And like, I don't think that's old, but Still in this industry, it yeah. it's it's old. Yeah. Ageism is a really, you know. So I'm 43 I, and people throw that in my face all the time. Like, how is like we get older and people I love when people are like, you you look older now. It's like I've been online for eight years. Yeah. It's you, like, you let me see me age. Yeah. Let me age. But also like Kim Kardashian is 40, what, 43, yeah. 44. Angelina Jolie, like some of the most beautiful women in the world are older women. And it's like, why is it OK for them to be beautiful? But like girls that are in the sex industry, it's not a lot. We're not allowed. We have to literally stay 18 and 21 forever. Yeah. And I, I mean, I feel like all the but a lot of the really popular girls are older. I mean, maybe they don't know their age. Yeah. But it's like you have to accrue some experience and then you get better. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I look at Angela White. I don't know how old she is exactly. Gorgeous. but She's definitely like on the mm-hmm. older end of the industry. And she when you ask most people, she is their favorite performer. Absolutely. She's, she's amazing. She gives it her all every single she's day. She's got those jugs. She too, kills huh? it. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> oh, one of my faves. Um, but so I guess like I had all of these thoughts in my head. And then to see that I'm still able to do all this right now, I kind of just want to see where it goes, which is yeah. why I'm not retired. I really don't know when I'll want to, especially like plug talk still feels so new. Yeah. And if I retired, like what would that become? I don't, I don't know. I mean, at some point I will have to retire and we'll have to see what that becomes. But yeah, I guess I just want to see where it goes from here. I always say never jump off a winning horse. Like, and maybe that's because I grew up in Vegas, but it's like, you guys have such a good thing right now and it's just going. Yeah. It's like, why, why end it now? 
you know yeah and i'm still excited about it like every single day you know I don't want to wait until I'm making like until I have one fan on OnlyFans before I retire, <laughs> but you know maybe somewhere in the middle where it just I guess I want to retire the Madonna when, of OnlyFans <laughs> when it doesn't like feel good anymore, right? You know where I'm like eh. when it feels like a job. Yeah, yeah. Being a mom in this industry, how do you navigate around that? And like, how do other moms treat you? Because I'm sure everybody that is around knows that is she in know. school yet? She's not in school She's yet, in right? School is she? and. I have to say I'm, I always shit myself when there's like parent events at the school like mm-hmm. I, I find myself like trying not to talk to the other parents like as if <laughs> as if there's like a big A on my forehead yeah. or like something. Like you got the scarlet letter. Yeah exactly. <laughs> um, I need to work on it. It's like I, yeah. I, I'm like mentally addressing this now. I'm because the same she's way with parents though too. It's hard. Just like I, I want them to like me but I, I like want them to know me as just a person before I sort of lay out what I do for work because right. then maybe I'll have a better chance. I don't know. Yeah. Um. But I'm also lucky because I feel like a bunch of my friends in the industry are all having babies now. So maybe we could just have a little club where all of literally hang out with your each own other. little cult. Do you ever get scared? Because I feel, do you feel, I feel like women that are in, in the industry, their children get targeted more at, online. Like I noticed you guys started crossing out Parker's yeah. face and stuff like that, which I kudos to you because I think that's amazing. She's a beautiful little girl too. And there's so many creeps in this world. <sighs> Honestly, so I, I'm a little sad about it because I was making like one minute vlogs with her every day that I was posting on like a mom. Could TikTok you blur? Page. Could you blur her face out? I did like one vlog maybe a month ago where I felt I had Adam film everything from the back. We went to see Taylor Swift. We love Taylor Swift. Yeah. Um, but so I'm not making that content anymore, which for me is sad because I would like upload all that to Dropbox. I was like, these are th- I'm making TikToks, but these are like family memories, right. you know. And so we're we're not posting her anymore, mostly because during that whole Jason Love thing, people were just posting photos of her on Twitter and going viral with like yeah. many millions of views mm. being like this poor kid. Yeah. And to me, that's over the line. Yeah. You know, absolutely. like. That happened with, I posted a Halloween picture with Bailey, my bonus baby. Mm-hmm. She's six, she'll be 16 next year. And, but, uh, it went vi- kind of viral on TikTok or on, um, Twitter. And I was just like, it scared me. I was yeah. like, that is disgusting. It feels like, disturbing to yeah. look at that picture and be like, wow, there's so many eyeballs on it. And for like a negative reason, connotation. You know? Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm glad that she's not like old enough to see it and read it and yeah. all that, but it's like, what? okay, let's just, let's just stop this now. I don't want to see where this goes mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, when she gets older, are you going to be open with her about your lifestyle? I mean, I'm probably not going to like be like, Hey, we're going to have threesome this weekend, but <laughs> yeah, but I mean, for sure. Yeah. I will definitely be honest with her. Cause I don't, I'm not ashamed yeah. about what I do and I don't Absolutely. feel bad about it. I have worries about how other people might treat me or treat her because mm-hmm. of it. Yep. And for that, I guess I'll feel like a little sad. Like if someone's like, oh, I can't be friends with you because my mom doesn't like your mom. Mm-hmm. Like that will suck. Yep. But I feel like that the life lesson behind that will be that like we don't want to be friends with people who just don't understand us, yeah. you know, like. Absolutely. That happened with um, our daughter and us. We, she's been told so many times like you can't go over their house because mm-hmm. we don't like their parents or it. Um, it was really bad in the beginning um, when she was in like elementary and junior high. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, your mom's your mom's a porn star. Your dad's this and blah, blah, blah. And then now that she's in high school, we're like the coolest parents ever. So it's like you guys will go through it. But I promise you when they get to high school, it's a complete. But do the parents still have a problem? Even no, though, no, no. Everybody loves us. Like, it's just so crazy. Now I have problems with parents. <laughs> I'm 
like now I get to be choosy about who our kid hangs out with. You I know? know. I feel like people are going to think like, oh, she must be a bad mom just because she no. does this for work. And yeah. I, I feel, I'm not like strict, but I'm stern. I yeah. Don't know. Well, you have to be because I'm sure Adam's going to be fun dad because <sighs> my husband is Kills fun me. dad. No, it pisses me off. I'm like, you need. And because Parker's a little girl, she's always going to be like putty in his hands, yeah. you know, because that's how Bailey is with Jay. And sometimes I'm like, dude, you need to get mean with her. Yeah. The only way she's going to straighten out is if you use that certain tone of voice, you know? So yeah, we're, we're the ones who have to kind of like make the rules so that they stick by them. I know. And then they're mad at you, but then they always come to yeah. you and they need something. Yes, you know? absolutely. It's good cop, bad cop. It works out yeah. though. I promise. I'm like, fuck. Selena Powell, let's talk about this um, situation. So you let Adam fuck her for his first scene was that a real thing or what was that about so she wanted to come back on plug talk and she wanted to work with adam and i was like i don't want to be part of this scene <laughs> not because i i like don't like her or anything right. but because she has told me that she doesn't really like having sex with girls right so when i hear something like that i'm like well like i'm sure a lot of the girls i fuck don't like having sex with girls but they didn't tell me right so i'm like you you got that with my husband like i have i have no beef with her she still scares me because i never know if it might <laughs> might flip we've had a, a semi-tumultuous relationship yeah. yeah a little unpredictable well but right started, now we're on good terms it started out with her like wanting adam right or something like that and i'm sure it was i don't a know joke, the whole story she, she kept saying that she doesn't even like white guys like she, i was gonna oh, say i don't think she does like white dudes no so i think this was her first scene with a white guy is what she was saying yeah but, yeah she was like uh white guys so i was like you're about to fuck my husband so they did the scene by themselves they did this i was there i was on set that day we did all the photos together we made some tiktoks and then yeah i was like okay go have fun they went yeah. in the other room together how did adam feel was that like weird for him because you weren't there because that was like do you, does he fuck other girls without you no at all? yeah no, i so. guess that was I always forget that that happened. But yeah, no, that's that he's he's done it twice. Right. Once I made a girl feel bad because she was going to cancel on us. I was like, don't cancel. We have the whole team booked. And she flew to L.A. to do a scene for Plug Talk. And I woke up with food poisoning. Oh, no. So I was like, Adam, I'm so sorry. You have to take one for the team. You have to fuck oh, her. Adam's like, yourself. shucks. Shucks, babe. I know. And he comes back. He's like, oh, it was okay. Like, I just act. I'm like, just, you had fun. It's okay. You can yeah, have fun. Like, it's I, okay. I was puking my guts out. Like, it's okay. <laughs> but I, I felt I didn't want to cancel on her when right. I, like, you know, made her come to set. So. So. Was that like, did Adam want to have sex with Selena or did he think it was going to be a good marketing strategy? Was it more? I think of, it was both. Yeah. I think part of him was like, well, I've known her for years. I, Adam would prefer to fuck everyone he knows. Yeah. He likes to say <laughs> he wants to get all the awkward tension out of the way. Yeah. And then you could just be normal friends. Yeah. Um, so yeah, throughout the years, he's always said, like, yeah, like, like we can do something with Selena. And I was like, I don't know. Cause I like was always afraid of her. Like yeah. she doesn't really have the best rep online. <laughs> So I was always afraid, yeah. like, what will it do to me if I have sex with her? Yeah. But she's been wanting to come on the podcast, but she scares me, too. I'm like, I don't know, Selena. She'd be a fun guest. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we've had our rough patches, I would say. But yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, part of it was the marketing thing with Adam. And, and then, yeah, he he wanted to fuck her. Gotcha. Because I was just like, out of all the girls, like, you guys could have your fucking pick of the litter. I was like, he picked Selena. So I just, I he was He won't very... tell me who he wants, though. He'll never be like, oh, really? I want this girl. Like, no. I can tell because he'll mention a girl one too many times, but he'll never, like, be <laughs> so forward. Right. He one time accidentally posted his porn of search history on Instagram. <laughs> like, and I had to be like, yo, did you see what you just posted on your story? What was it? Um, He was looking up our 
friend True Kate when he was jerking off. But like, I he will never tell me which girls he thinks are prettier yeah. or whatever. So like, he one time exposed himself, and I was like, "You think Kate is hot? Aww, I've never seen her. What is she blonde, brunette? No, she has brown hair. She's Aww. very pretty. Yeah. Uh, most people say about her that she doesn't look like she does porn. Like she just looks like a innocent, like girl a next good door. girl who would work at the bank or something. Yeah. And I guess that's that, the type that my husband's into too. Like innocent, like young looking. Not young. That sounds so terrible. But like in like pure. Is that what I'm trying to say? Like, look, yeah. it doesn't look like a slut, I guess you could say. Do you feel offended that, by that, though? Because no. People, no, I don't feel offended. I'm not my husband's type. I tell everybody that I've never been Jay's type. He's okay. never been my type ever. He loves tiny brunettes. And I, I talk about this on the podcast all the time. But he likes super tiny brunettes. I love goth dudes. I like dudes that wear makeup, that are musicians. Like, that's my jam, you know? So we're, like, complete each other's complete opposite. But it fucking works, and I love him to death, and he loves me. That's and it's so just- funny. Like, I don't... I don't know if I could handle it if I knew that. Like, like I always in my head, like make it up that he wants like a 90 pound Asian girl. Like in my head, I'm like, he wants someone that's not me. But I feel like I just made that up to piss myself off. But I don't know what he actually wants. Do you, what is his type? Do you know his type? I feel like he dated goth girls in high school. So probably part of him is still into that. Like, you know, and he has all these tattoos so when we have girls on set who have tattoos it was like she looks like she's supposed to be my girlfriend he'll make jokes like that yeah. And i'm like yeah i don't i don't look like you know your type or whatever but what's your type is adam your type or i wouldn't say adam was my type i don't know if what my type was at the time i had a girlfriend for four years at like just a couple years before i met adam and that was my most recent relationship i feel like my type is just whoever i fall for mm-hmm. and i ended up falling for adam and i probably wouldn't have expected like his look do you prefer women over men? In terms of their company, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I, could, I agree yes. with you 100%. Yes. But like sexually, because you said you were in a relationship for four years. How did that even begin? Like, how did you know that, you know, you were like, I? because being in a relationship with another woman, you got to have some fucking strength, dude. I'm too violent for that. Oh, what? <laughs> if we if we got in an argument and she popped off, we'd be wrestling. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> I've never like had a screaming match with anyone. Yeah. Like even Adam is like, like, I'm so peaceful. Yeah. I'm the kind of person that like me and Adam fight, we will walk away. And then an hour later we'll be texting each other. Like the whole fight. That's how I am now. But back in the day, I just, there's no way. Cause I just feel like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like being in a relationship with another female would be like being with like, I don't want to say a sister because that sounds so weird, but like it would, it would be like, I don't know, like the boundary. How do you draw that boundary with somebody of like so long ago now that I can't even remember like any of our fights, but we started as best friends who would make out when we were drunk. Yeah. And then we were just like, this feels good. Like, let's do it. And we didn't really think much about it. Four years is a long time. No, we were, yeah, four. I know it was like all the whole time I was in college and also where I was at college, like it was very um, LGBTQ friendly mm-hmm. and so many of, pe- of the people in my friend group ended up coming out. Like we were just like a group with like queers and gays and lesbians and we didn't question it. We were just like doing it. No yeah. one was like, so how long have you been gay? It was just like, this just feels good. We're just fucking yeah, doing it. And that's like where I it. was in my life. Um, and I mean, I, I, f- I do feel like it ended because I wanted to be with men as well. Yeah. So I do feel like I'm more sexually attracted to men, but I love being with women. Yeah. I love the way women touch me, like when we're doing girl, girl stuff and, you know, just 
they're softer than men. I don't know. So you get to like have your cake and eat it too. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so tell me about this TV show that you guys made. Oh. <laughs> I would God. love to hear about this. It is so ridiculous if you get a chance to watch it. It is pretty entertaining. Um, I love how self-aware you are though and that you laugh at things and you know. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> like, okay, because – after the whole Jason Love thing, which honestly did not think it was going to be as big as it was. I was like, yeah. I hope I make an extra 50K. That was literally my mind process. I like, love that. And then you get surprised. That's how I surprised. was when I first got on OF. I was like, I'll just make 10 grand. I was like really lowballing it. And then fucking. Yeah. I, I don't. I want to set my expectations low. Yeah. And then be really excited. And then <laughs> so I feel you're wowed. You know? Yeah. Um, so after we saw that, we were kind of well, just like, oh, all these people are paying attention to this thing that like we, especially people in the porn industry, are like, are you fucking kidding me? They're getting attention because she fucked another guy. Like we do this shit every single day. Yeah. But we sort of were like, let's play into that. You, you know? guys did it right though. You guys, you know, like capitalized. Waited until it. we got married. Well, <laughs> people are like, why did they do this right after? <laughs> I feel like you guys turned up after Parker. Like I feel like after you had the baby, you kind of took a little time off, and then you fucking came out the gate like ready to. Well, we had all the plug talk episodes in the can yeah. when I was um, pregnant. And then once I had her a few months later, we dropped them all. So mm -hmm. it was like plug talk sort of took off right after that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, as as mastermindy as I look like it kind of all just happened right in a way, you know, like the the people made the memes. I didn't make the memes like I just posted the content and they made it go crazy. Right. And so coming off of that we were kind of like adam was like well now i'm open to doing like a boy boy girl with you and i was like let's do a youtube video like a funny youtube video where we have like 10 contestants and we see like who the winner will be to be in the threesome with us and then he was like no let's do a fucking reality show series like we <laughs> just sort of had this brainstorm and then we hired like a really legit production company um and actually turned it into a really funny TV show. Yeah. Do you guys have people trying to buy the show from you or anything? No, we have it on YouTube. We, yeah. we didn't even, we've never really tried to like partner that much mm -hmm. because at least me personally, I'm always like, well, I do porn. No one's going to want to fuck with me. Right. You know? Um, and that's the great thing about having a platform like YouTube and we put it out on your jumper and they have a bunch of subs, you know? So we were able to do it ourselves, but maybe if we do a season two and we get approached or something, we could, yeah. Do it with the company. I feel like the world is a lot more open now than yeah. to there's, there's sex a lot more work. Networks, you know, it's not like maybe yeah. Netflix doesn't want it, but there's like other Zeus and like all those other ones. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but would we you guys be like, open to signing on to do a reality show? Because you lose, you lose your, um, I don't want to say authenticity, but you lose the control also. Yeah. And I, I don't, I don't like people controlling the narrative of our exactly. family. Exactly. And and my fear Chachi. with real reality shows is that they want you to be really, really drama filled. And like, yeah, Adam and I don't fight that much. Like I feel yeah. like we got a bunch of our fights out in the beginning. And then after Parker was born, when we were like learning how to parent together, but I feel like for the most part, we get everything until maybe another wrench gets thrown into our relationship. So we would have but to fake a, a lot. You that's know? a real relationship though. Is like, you know, you guys are going to hit little, you know, waves, but mm -hmm. it's like, it's how you guys navigate through them and how you guys learn together. That's what a relationship is all about. Yeah. And I so. feel like that's not good for you. Yeah. TV, no, you know? for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Cause they want me to like throw a bottle in his face. Yeah. And, you know, no, so that's, it would have, that's toxic. Culture. It would have to be the right reality show yeah. because I, I wouldn't, it, it would be really hard for me to not be myself. Right. You know? Um, yeah. I, just, I, I, <laughs> I can't like, I can't imagine it I'm yeah. trying to picture it like so take me on this show so you had what seven guys we had I think there was 10 of them in ten? the beginning and okay. we had like adult performers and some comedians you know for comedic effects 
Um, and we filmed it over two days. So we got four episodes out of two days. We all were in a house doing all of these like competitions, like tug of war, like all that's a grilling schedule. Like <laughs> that's a grilling schedule to shoot a whole show in two days like that. Yeah. Um, it was fun. It was really fun. I was like, oh, 10 guys battle for me. Ha ha ha. Like I am the prize. This is so fun. You know? <laughs> As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Was there ever any jealousy on Adam's part during that? Did you guys like when you guys lay down in bed, do you guys ever just kind of like talk about like the day and like how you guys oh, are feeling and stuff like that? For sure. Always. Um, trying to think if there was any jealousy i mean i had to like turn it up with the guys like i was flirting with them on set and everything and he he kind of he got it like he he didn't want to be around for it on set he was like you you go do your thing i'm not gonna watch (laughs) but then like when the footage all came i was like hey just so you know like in this scene i like i like get pretty like feisty with the dudes like you know you're gonna watch this and he's like okay okay." like puts on his strong man hat he's like it's for tv it's for the content like yes it's for the content you know yeah for sure and then so you guys have a winner and the show the episode's dropping tonight the episode for the to announce the winner came out on monday so all four episodes of the series are out and then we filmed a scene with the winner, and that comes out tonight. Yeah. And does that get sh- uh, shown on your OnlyFans? On the Plug Talk OnlyFans. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, we did like a an, uh, an interview with him, and then we did the scene at the end. So just like a regular Plug Talk, except with two guys, which we've I don't think we've ever done that before. How was yeah. the scene? How how did the scene go? Do you hook up with both of them at the same time? Yes. Okay. Which. It's hard because your your mouth is never open to talk, <laughs> so you're just like getting fucked. Yeah. Um, I'm just like sandwiched between them, and I'm like, I hope this looks hot. It feels good, yeah. but I'm like squished, so I hope it looks really hot. Um, it was interesting. It was like it was something new to navigate within our relationship, right? Because we do these orgies for plug talk, like live orgies, but we're just turning the camera on, and we have a bunch of people fucking. And I don't participate with the other guys. Like, I just fuck Adam. But yeah. I'm always trying not to look at them. I'm like, right. just look at your husband. That's got to be so confusing because there's so many sounds and, like, just people and around. sometimes, like, I, where do you look? You I know? like watching porn. I just want to watch them. Yeah. But then I don't want the camera to capture me watching because then yeah. they're going to think they're, they're going to be like, oh, Lena wishes she was fucking that guy. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm just always thinking about the feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we're in this setting and it's me, Adam, and the winner, who's little D. Everyone knows that now. Um and he's like, you know, he's jerking off and Adam's jerking off and I'm helping Adam get hard. And then he's over there and I'm like, can I help him over there? Like, you know, yeah. it was just like this <laughs> new territory. Um, yeah. And I think, I think Adam was really into it. So Good. I'm, I'm looking forward to more. I love that. Even though you sexualize yourself, mm-hmm. do you ever get tired of being over-sexualized? Because I've had moments where I'm like, okay, I'm done posting shit like this. Like I'm going to post close. I've, I've kind of completely changed my Instagram over from, you know, being, uh, the thought queen to like, mm-hmm. now I'm fully clothed and like shooting more comedic comment and stuff, uh, content and stuff like that. But then, you know, I'll, I'll get a wild hair at my ass and I'll be like, you know what? I miss, I miss the ho days. I want to post, yeah, yeah. you know, a naked photo. And then it shocks my new fan base. They're like, Oh my God, put your clothes on. Why does your husband let you dress yeah. You know, do you ever just get tired of being over-sexualized? Um, 
I feel like I've put things into place that help me not feel that way, like having the other Instagram and then, you know, when I had touchy subject very temporarily. But yeah, I, I agree. Like with plug talk, I always find myself holding back on certain questions mm -hmm. that are maybe like a little bit more human about the girl, like mm -hmm. where I just really want to get to know them on a deeper level. But because the podcast is to jerk off to, it yeah. goes on OnlyFans we keep it like a little more surface level and horny and whatever. And so in that sense, yeah, I'm like, oh, well, I'm not showing my true self or maybe they would learn a little bit more about me, but mm -hmm. I have to play this sexual character. Mm -hmm. And that's part of what, where, where the idea for touchy subject had come from originally. Cause I was yeah. like, oh, well, I have more questions. Like I want to know more. What about like in your everyday life? Is there ever times that you're just like, God, I don't want to shoot this scene or I don't want to be touched this week. Or is there an, ever a moment like that, that ever crosses your mind? Yeah. I would say like when I overbook myself, mm. sometimes we're shooting one or two times a week. And then some weeks it just happens. So that we're shooting five or six times that week because, you know, certain girls were in town and we had to get them on the schedule. Yeah. And those weeks I'm like, oh, I feel like the fun is getting sucked out of it a little. It's becoming like a routine. And then I'm not having sex outside on my personal life because right. I'm like, I already got fucked so much. I'm yeah. good. You know, yeah. like, so on, on those weeks, which we try not to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We try to like, keep it less frequent so it is really exciting every single time and we can make the girls always feel special during their interviews and things like that yeah so yeah there's I, I don't want, want to get dolled up every single day yeah no <laughs> trust me I get I, I tell them all the time I now know why Britney Spears shaved her head because there's some weeks that I'm like I don't want to fucking do hair and makeup I don't mm -hmm. want to be in front of a camera but yeah. you know it's like we chose this life and we're so thankful and we're so blessed for it yeah so. but I'm really like it's December I'm really looking to forward to slowing down like I want to yeah. stay in my house and get really good at making sugar cookies yeah I feel like every year I try to do them and I fuck them up I'm like want to get better I can't bake for shit I can oh, yeah. cook a fucking meal Baking I can't bake for hard shit. it's scientific yeah. <laughs> like I swear to god like you have to really measure shit and I don't got the patience for that I've been reading I'm doing a lot of research I like brought bought special pans and special <laughs> sugar and I'm gonna try you're gonna do it you're yeah. gonna crush it I want to get good at it <laughs> what can we expect from you guys coming up in the future Oh God, I, I honestly don't even know. Like I didn't know that the things that happened this year were going to happen. And I feel like I've been doing so much that I haven't been able to just sit with myself and like have purpose in a way. Like, mm -hmm. let's think purposefully about our life. Like, what do we want? And I'm, I have it in my calendar to do that this month, like, Aww. because the next year is coming. Yep. Um, and this year was such a roller coaster, but I didn't think I would have been able to accomplish the things that I did this year. And that's kind of given me the confidence and the motivation to be like, okay, what the fuck else can we do? Yeah. Like, let's brainstorm. Let's get this. Let's do it. So I feel like there's like a new fire and I'm excited to see what happens next year. I don't know what it is yet, but there will be things coming. <laughs> I love that. You know what I do with my family every year? And this is just an idea for maybe you, Adam and Parker to do together. Every year I have, I make the family and I say make because I had to start out by making them and now they look forward to uh -huh. it. We make vision boards. Oh, and fun. Every year we get like a pile of magazines. We sit at the dinner table. We talk about the year and we just cut out what we want for our vision board. And then we write our goals on the back. That's and really cute. At the end of the year, we go back and we revisit last year's vision boards. And then we make the next year's vision boards. And Where I do you put yours? Because I'm like, I don't want anyone to see. I, I put them behind a mirror. So I'll put them behind okay. a mirror so that I always know that they'll be safe because we have this huge like mirror in our living room, uh, dining room. And I'll just put all of ours together and I put them behind the mirror and then we just bring them back out the next year or you know the okay. end of the year i always so. want to leave like little notes to myself like all over like <laughs> yeah. my mirror and then i'm like 
people are gonna see these yeah and they're gonna make fun of me <laughs> like my housekeeper she's be like cleaning the glass yeah. like reading my notes but it's like affirmations and those are yeah. good for you people you need that you need to wake up in the morning and have an affirmation or a goal or something like that there's yeah. nothing wrong with that fuck everybody it's your house <laughs> if you want to leave house. them everywhere leave them <laughs> lena thank you for coming on why don't you tell people where the f- to find you online if they haven't aren't already following you and also shout out your only fans your youtube adam's podcast all that stuff you, you guys' um, podcast too this one by so fast i can sit here for like three hours um <laughs> my instagram is free lena the plug lena the plug on twitter and tiktok and we are plug talk show on OnlyFans as well if you want to check out plug talk and everything we just talked about thank you so much thank you i appreciate you so much and thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of dumb blonde i will see you guys next week bye